It's Wednesday, April 29th, 2020, and welcome to episode 235 of Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm Tom Grissom. I'm Danielle Beeman. I'm Brittany Phelps. And I am Eric Hernandez. Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers, the show about teaching and learning with technology. And the gang's all back here for our last episode of the semester. Welcome, everybody. And this time, we're going to be talking a little bit about the blur that's happened in the last five weeks with remote uh, emergency remote learning. So, uh, Eric, can you say just a little bit about what we're going to talk about this episode? Yeah. So my tech pick of the week is a website parents and students can use during this crisis. It's very helpful in learning different subjects and academics, and I hope it'll be useful. Okay. Brittany? Um, yeah, we're just going to touch on what's been happening these past five weeks and how I've been adjusting as well as everyone else. And Danielle? Well, basically, the last who said, and we'll also talk about other tech picks that have been really helpful for us as students and, and hopefully can be helpful for you all listening as well. All right. Thank you very much. So here we go. All right. With me today, we have my three graduate assistants with me for the last official Tech Talk for Teachers of the semester. So uh, let's just go around the table real quick and introduce yourselves here. So I'm your host, Tom Grissom. Um, I'm Brittany Phelps. I'm a second year grad student that's about to be graduating soon. And I'm Danielle Beeman. I'm also a second year graduate student that'll be graduating soon as well. And I'm Eric Hernandez. I'm a first year graduate student. We'll still, still be sticking around. <laughs> Yep, Eric will still be still be back around. So we'll go ahead and get started. And what I thought we would talk about today, uh, we were talking a little bit on the pre-show about this emergency remote learning that everybody is going through, whether you're remote teaching or remote learning. I don't necessarily like the term, but I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with it if I phrase it in the in the terminology of emergency remote learning, because this situation, to say the least, is very unusual, unprecedented. And you know, how are how's how is everybody coping? from a faculty teaching perspective and then from from a student perspective and I think we're going to look back on these times that I mentioned earlier that I just kind of feel like I've been in a fog these last five weeks because this was announced right before spring break that EIE was going to 100% online learning we had spring break so that was official everybody was gone a lot of the IT staff including myself stuck around and were preparing to get ready for it then we had one week of instructional pause that faculty were getting ready for the first official 100% online learning week which I believe was March 23rd and now then what are we in the fifth week I think coming up here so from your perspective as students how do you think things are going and I'll start I guess I'll start with you Eric um Things are going okay. Um, they're just like we haven't had a lot of discussions with like how summer, because uh, I still have summer classes, and just concerning how that will look like. I know all have been like worrying about how if there's going online learning is going to be out during the fall, and how that's going to look like. There's been just a lot of like anxiety going on. Are you taking summer classes? Yes, I am taking summer classes. Okay. So I'm um, taking two, and yeah, just a lot of like how 
things are going to look forward in the future. But currently, and just the plus sides of me being home, I guess, is just I'm able to spend time with family. And that's been like my like self-care in a lot of ways, just spend time with family. Yeah. Okay. Brittany? Um, yeah, Eric, I definitely feel you on the anxious part. I know for me, it's been a little tough that way, but I've been trying to finish the semester strong. Right now, I only have about three more things I have to do, and then I will be graduating two weeks. So it's just so crazy that, you know, things have turned out this way. But I mean, for me, I'm I'm hanging in there, doing a lot of self-care and still doing all the Zoom calls and the Google Hangout meetings and stuff to connect with everyone. Okay. Daniel? Um, I would say I'm doing okay as well. Um, I would say that I've just now adjusted to online learning fully, which is kind of weird because I'll be graduating literally next week. So not the best timing for that. It will be helpful in your in your future job prospects and everything too, <laughs> to have this experience. Always look for the silver lining in things. No, that's true. I do feel much more equipped to use like Zoom and even Microsoft Teams and other online resources as well that we didn't really use in the beginning. So that is a plus. So, yeah. Okay. okay. From a uh, teaching perspective, like I said, things have just flown. You can imagine being an instructional support uh, person in these times of online learning. We've stood up over a dozen and repurposed over a dozen different Microsoft Teams. That was the one thing that I worked on very hard during over spring break and that first week of instructional pause. I knew that we needed to have a, a system or a structure for some ongoing online collaboration, and I felt Teams was the best product for that uh, here at EIU. You all use uh, D2L, Desire to Learn, for our learning management system, and that's fine for a lot of the coursework, but I think Teams is much more flexible uh, in, in what you can do, and you can kind of do some, some things ad hoc, and that's, that's really, I think, uh, proven to be a good strategy because we're able to not only do the official work out there, but also some of the social we do like virtual coffee breaks and things. We'll have a department to get together and for just like 15 minutes, not necessarily talk about work, but you know, just like we do while we're here in the offices at work, face-to-face meetings and things, maintaining those connections and relationships, I think that's probably the number one thing that's missed, or at least I miss the most. And I don't know how you feel about it from your student perspective, you know, meeting with your fellow classmates and things, because it's just not the same. Uh, but having an opportunity and having a video meeting and seeing, you know, seeing another person's face, there's just something comforting about that, even though it's a virtual, <laughs> virtual type way, but it certainly doesn't substitute for the real thing. Okay, any any last thoughts here about the last five weeks or so? Uh, as, as I said, I think the thing that you're going to look back and I'm going to look back upon is the gravity of the situation right now is really dire and we're right in the middle of it. And I've tried to keep myself so busy. Well, it's, it's not been hard to do, but just so I don't have to think about a lot of the things that are going on out there because it really it really is a serious situation. And you know, the we don't know what the future is going to bring uh, as well. So I'm kind of looking on the bright side of things, trying to find ways that are effective for teaching and learning that we can do in a digital or online environment and how we can improve those. And I've learned some things along the way and I'll be changing some things uh, up uh, as we go into summer school because we will be offering, you know, 100% online classes for summer school. So that will be around. And I think it will give our faculty an opportunity to uh, hone their skills, adjust their skills and adapt uh, to some of the online learning situations. So uh, we'll, we'll go round robin here one last time and we'll start down with uh or we'll start with uh, danielle and just kind of last thoughts on the last five weeks uh, for me it's been a blur but 
Your last thoughts, Danielle? Yeah, I think a blur is a very accurate description. Uh, I think it just kind of went by really fast. It was not really a chance to grasp hold of anything, any concepts, whether it was coursework, doing work as a GA, or even internship work. It was just all kind of a mess and combined together. So it's kind of even hard to reflect back on what's changed when so much changed at one time, and it was a lot of adjustment. So that's what I would have to say about the last five weeks. Okay, Brittany? Yeah, it was definitely a big adjustment, you know, taking all the the school, the internship, the GA work all home in one setting, you know, where that's usually my relaxing time to be in my house. So that's been a huge adjustment. And, you know, now that I feel like I am adjusting to it and then now I'm graduating, but I'm so thankful and I'm still looking on the positive side. Like when I go to my career in the fall, I mean, who knows like where we're going to be. And now I have the experience of all this online learning that I can take, you know, to my future job. So I'm so very grateful for all these online experiences. Okay, Eric. Yeah, like my the past five weeks has definitely been a blur. Um, I'm just trying to adjust. I constantly been back and forth, and like I'm in Chicago, so it was like the stay home order is really enforced. I've just I've been inside all day, but uh, it's it was very beneficial because I'm taking summer courses. So like I by the end of it, I do have a good understanding of how online classes work like now, and I guess I'm optimistic. And like Brittany and Danielle said. Like, this is a valuable experience for me to have in the future, so. Yeah, certainly for that. So, uh, all right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up for this last episode of the semester. So, I want to thank everybody, and thank you for all the GA work and things uh, during the the normal times and the not-so-normal times. So, we'll go ahead and wrap it up and go on to our Tech Picks of the Week. All right, thanks, Tom. Thank you. technology pick of the week this week is the Office 365 suite of tools and in particular Microsoft Teams and I'm going to take the approach this time for this technology pick of the week as Microsoft Teams kind of forms the digital hub for learning and Teams is kind of our entry point. In fact, we're recording this podcast in a a Microsoft Teams Meet Now recording and it just kind of forms that central hub that reaches out to other uh, other aspects. One of the things uh, you all have been helping me with is doing some transcript work. So within our Tech Talk for Teachers, or we call it the ITCA team. So within our ITCA team, we have a Tech Talk for Teachers channel. And a a channel is just kind of a subcategory. But we also have a file section where I've been putting the transcripts and you guys have been editing and and updating some of those things. So having the ability to distribute a file within a team is very important. And you can also do co-authoring. If we were using OneNote class notebook for a class notebook, that's kind of one of the perfect tools for remote learning because OneNote can organize, a OneNote class notebook can organize what we typically do in a face-to-face classroom. And we have like a content area, which is kind of like the teacher's edition where we can distribute student work. But we also have individual student notebooks where a student can turn in work without really even having to go to a Dropbox. And we've talked about that on previous episodes. Channels are also a place where we can have like discussion groups and conversations. The other thing that uh, Microsoft Teams does a really good job with in the 
discussion area is it includes the immersive reader, which is an accessibility tool. And if you are an English language learner or speak a, a second language, you can also translate any conversation within Teams to, I think, one of 60 different languages out there. And then Microsoft Forms uh, we use for assessment purposes. And then Flipgrid. I don't know. Have have you have any of you used Flipgrid? No. No, no I have not. Okay. Flip, Flipgrid is more of an asynchronous type tool, but it's basically you can send out a code and have your class respond to a question and literally you just hit record. It's kind of like your Marco Polo that you picked last time, Brittany. Oh, okay. Except in a, a, a little bit more of a permanent format that you can see other student responses so you can see your fellow peers out there and just kind of do um, just do a quick little video recording. And then the other thing that I think we're still working through for this emergency remote teaching in particular is the struggle between synchronous and asynchronous and I kind of favor the asynchronous in a remote learning situation or in an online learning situation because right now everybody here we're scattered all over the place right now you know there's hundreds of miles between us yet we're able to come together uh, and do this in a synchronous format but that's not always going to be the case particularly as we go on like summer school and things it's going to be difficult to get your summer school class eric together at tuesday at nine o'clock in the morning and say we're going to have you know a zoom meeting or a teams meeting for the next hour or whatever it might be. So I think we need to do a little bit of work on, you know, how we can structure some of those online learning experiences to make it as flexible as we can for students. And that's always a, a challenge. The other big challenge in standing up these dozen or so different teams, it's been interesting seeing the differences between department and department. It's kind of like the culture that goes on between uh, departments, but also the switch from an email environment, kind of the old school email, to this collaborative cloud-based Microsoft Teams approach. And I find myself very comfortable in Microsoft Teams because I feel like I'm so much more productive than an email conversation back and forth. I get really frustrated having to go back to email and answer. And and I guess one of the reasons for that frustration was I was getting over 100 emails that first week when we were back. 100 emails a day and spending five and six hours just in email. And that's not a lot of fun, in my opinion. So I would much rather spend that time in Teams and share this knowledge out with a group rather than answering one specific question for an individual because it's kind of like in a class one person has a question you know other people have that same question and it's just much more efficient and plus you can share your screen it's just it's just so much more efficient that i'm able to diagnose a problem and solve the problem immediately instead of bouncing back four five or six layers of email later so that's my tech pick kind of the whole office suite uh, office 365 suite wrapped around microsoft teams all right who wants to go next? Anybody want to volunteer? I can go. <laughs> okay, Brittany. Um, so my tech pick of the week is Google Hangout. So um, you can just find that on Gmail. I believe you do need to have a Gmail account for that. And so I think you can have up to like 25 people in a video call. It's kind of similar to Teams that we're using right now and Zoom. You know, it's the video chat. You can also chat you can share your screen. So I've been using that with my internship site with faculty members and we hold counseling meetings and sometimes um, meetings for students. So that's been very helpful. Yeah, so that is my tech pick of the week. Okay, Danielle. So my tech pick of the week is Headspace. So with all the craziness going on, it might be nice to work on quieting your mind and finding that place within yourself to kind of calm down and relax some. 
So it starts out with starting with a basics course. So you can do like up to 10 sessions from three minutes up to 10 minutes of your choosing. And it's just a guided way of working on your breathing and again, meditation techniques. So I really like using this, especially with everything going on. It gives me a second to stop and slow down even before bed when I'm trying to quiet my mind to get some rest. So I find it to be helpful and hopefully you can too. Okay, thank you. My tech pick of the week is Khan Academy. It's a very useful website that both teachers and students could use. Um, going on with the pandemic going around, there's been this worry of like students still learning and they're at, at home just because they've been away to school for so long. But on this website, they have additional resources students can use, including from like pre-K all the way to high school. There's, if you go on the website, there's a tab called courses and there's a bunch of courses they provide such as math, math by grade, science and engineering, arts and humanities, even provide some test prep with like SAT or other testing as well. Even they even provide college resources as well. And each each of these resources have like all types of hands-on learning for helping students learn topics differently. Like they have videos, they have I think even like note cards, and they split the subject into different sections. Like for example, for math and um in first grade, they have it in terms of counting. To and then they have another section for addition, subtraction, and stuff like that. Um, it's very organized, very structured, and they provide a lot of resources. And I hope this be helpful for teachers and students to use. Okay, thank you. Had you used that before in the past, Eric? Uh, I came across this website with one of my counseling assignments, researching what resources um, students could use. And I came across that and did a whole evaluation and it's a pretty decent website. Yeah, it's it's been around for over a decade now. And I mean, it's kind of that self-paced online learning that's great for remediation and, and uh, just filling in some gaps. But uh, Saul Khan was the, the creator of it. I think he started like 2005, 2006. So it's been around for a while. And they started by tutoring his cousins and with math, they needed some extra math help. So he had a tablet PC and the little digital recordings that you see you know doing digital inking and it grew into this i mean millions of people are using it every week now so yeah it really has a lot of personalized learning and it's great um it has a really good reviews too okay well thank you all very much that wraps it up for episode 235 of tech talk for teachers for show notes please visit the eiu instructional technology center website at eiu.edu itc and click on the tech talk for teachers link until next time this is tom grissom this is eric Hernandez, Brittany phelps and danielle beeman keep, keep on, on learning, learning.